Covenant Day School community. Welcome to CDS Stories, a podcast where we sit down with various members of our community to learn about the people that make CDS the special place that it is. I'm your host, Jackie Haynes. Today in the studio, I have Emerson Rogers, a senior here at Covenant Day, a lifer who's been here since kindergarten, and this year he has actually taken the role as student body president for Covenant Day School. I'm excited to have him here in the studio with us today. Thank you for joining us, Emerson. Thank you for having me. To jump right in, can you share briefly about your family, how many siblings you have, where you're from? Right, so uh, I'm the oldest of three brothers. My two younger siblings both go here as well. Aiden is a sophomore right now, and Noah is in eighth grade, and we've all been here since kindergarten. How did your family end up here at CBS? Right, so I was the first one that my parents really were looking for a new school after preschool, right? And so as we were looking through kindergartens, we had a couple people from our church who had mentioned Covenant Day, and we were really interested in something that was going to work out long-term. And so we could see, or my parents could see, rather, as soon as kids started in kindergarten here, they were already being placed in an entirely separate community from really the rest of the world. That's interesting. So even 12 years ago, your family was looking for a community that would be lifelong. And as you can see, that obviously was successful when you've been here. Um, Since the beginning, can you share what that's like to grow up with people that have known you since kindergarten and who share that same idea for community? Right. So I actually get the question a lot, like, do you get tired of the people that you've been with for (laughs) almost 13 years now? Um, And I usually respond, um, no, because basically I have grown up with these uh, boys and girls in my class, um, and we've gotten to know each other in a way unlike any other relationship that I have with others. And through lower school, of course, that's just figuring each other out. Everybody's changing a lot. Then middle school, you know, you have that awkward phase of everybody's trying to figure out what it means to be them. And it's really enjoyable to be able to go through all that with the same group of people because you get to watch each other grow. So it's really not the same people all the way through. There's a lot of change. And by the time that I got to high school, I was forging these friendships into something much deeper to the point where these weren't just my friends that I'd grown up with. They were my brothers and sisters. Mm, that's really cool. Can you tell us one of the funniest stories you have of someone that you knew back in kindergarten that you now are friends with to this day? Let's see. So Matt Saunders is probably one of my my best friends today. But in kindergarten, we did not get along. And (laughs) it probably just started with our rivalry, playing uh, tag on the playground, uh, as these things normally do. So in kindergarten, we weren't exactly the best of friends. We were in different classes. I was in Miss Rafiti's class, and he was in Miss Clevin's. And there was already a bit of... Uh, like bitterness there because he was in the opposing <laughs> class. But from the second we got to first grade with Miss Hawks, we really began to sort of figure each other out. And now we've, we've grown up together and to have a friendship unlike anything else now. That's really amazing. Just the idea of growing up in this school and you have the role of leading our community, even through running for president, you've literally taken on the role to lead our student body. Can you tell us what kind of compelled you to run for the position. Right. So what I've sort of seen at Covenant Day for the past several years, especially since I've been here in high school, I've noticed that there are a lot of great ideas floating out there for ways to improve our community. But the problem is a lot of times when we have these leaders in high school, they tend to be on one end of the spectrum. They're either very creative and have good ideas, or they're someone who can get these plans done, but they maybe don't have much originality. And so since I tend to fall on the side of maybe less 
of a creative side, but more of a, an executive standpoint, I decided to use that skill set because I thought I could apply a lot of the creative ideas that had been out there for years and be able to put those into effect for our student body. So maybe if I don't have the most original ideas, I have an excellent student body and I already knew that there are a lot of ideas floating around out there. And so I just wanted to be able to make those a reality. And that's sort of what drove me to run and take a chance. So can you tell us a little bit about some of those ideas that you want to bring into our school this year? So for a long time, student council um, has really just been stuck in the rut of planning dances and planning socials and that's sort of it. It's sort of just meeting the, uh, the minimum requ requirement. Uh, but what I sort of have a vision for is us being much more engaged in the community. And so my top priority for the year is uh, definitely our spiritual community here at Covenant Day. Because one of the hard things about any high school is that you just have different groups of students coming in constantly. People are graduating and new freshmen are coming in. So Student Council right now is actively pursuing ways to make that spiritual community even deeper than what we have right now. And so we're exploring ways that we meet more regularly with our groups, with integrated discussions and things like that. And then also uh, beyond even just that spiritual aspect, we're, we're really excited to become more engaged in the social aspect of our school. A lot of times people are really tight with those in their grade, but what we want to do is sort of nourish a culture where we have sort of stronger inter-class relationships where we have the seniors who are able to mentor the freshmen because some of my greatest experiences in the high school have been when I've seen that upperclassmen have invested in me and I want to be able to give back to the rest of the community as seniors in a way that's a little bit more sustainable, something that everybody has access to. That's really cool that you have that desire to be in relationship with people younger than you because I think that's something that's super valuable, especially within Covenant Day when we're given the opportunity to be that to other people. Can you share with us someone that has mentored you from Covenant Day and has just been there for you and led you well? So when I was a freshman, Jonathan Vines was a senior. And I remember I, along with Leland Harrelson, we tried to get this like freshman Bible study off the ground and meeting on a regular basis during lunches. And it was kind of flopping because it's kind of hard to lead freshman boys as a freshman. And we figured that out pretty quickly. But once Jonathan Vines heard about what we were trying to get started, he offered to uh, just give us a little bit of his expertise. And it, basically the way it worked out was we invited him to come back every single week. And as a senior, he was this wealth of knowledge. He was three or four years ahead of us, and he already had a lot of the experiences that we were going through. And so I felt a really personal investment. It seemed like he really wanted the best, and we've, uh, we've been able to keep up for several years after. Every single summer, that same group of guys gets back with Jonathan, and we talk about a lot of the same issues. That's so cool that you even reached out. I feel like that's something that's super important. And then the Christian community to be like, I need someone to come in and give me some idea of how to even go about leading a group of guys. Can you talk about what that's like to regroup? Right. There's There's been a really consistent amount of progress every single summer because we can now look back as seniors to our freshman year and think about a lot of those those topics that we were discussing. And although they are along similar lines and they may generally fit into the same topics, there's a lot more depth. We have a lot more experience under our belt as seniors. And the same proves true for Jonathan. He's um, He's gone through several years of college. And so as we're preparing for college, he uh, he has a lot of advice there. And so we do still follow a similar outline, so it brings back a lot of those memories from freshman year, but we're able to, we're able to pursue those areas in a much deeper fashion. So just the idea of pursuing deeper as you grow up and even pursuing the Lord deeper, can you share about what it's like to be in a 
Christian school that really does support that and support you and has faculty members that support you along the journey of pursuing the Lord deeper. How has that impacted your faith personally? Well, one of the things that's always struck me about Covenant Day is how invested the teachers are in the students' lives on a personal level. That's something that you really can't find in other schools, even just from talking to some of my friends from other schools. They're not able to have that. And what I've noticed is a lot of these teachers really do seek out personal relationships, and they don't just leave it there. They see it as uh, a means by which they can um, be a part of the students' spiritual lives. They're really invested in the students spiritually. So while that may start as a a quick friendship, maybe you strike up a joke, um, but now even looking back to some of those uh, initial relationships that I had from freshman year with some of these teachers, they've really blossomed over the past four years into something where we're able to have these really deep spiritual conversations. I mean, just for example, I remember Mr. Yasenchak was coming in as a new teacher my freshman year, and he and I uh, at Windy Gap just really, we got along well. We started playing Frisbee golf. I was new to the high school. He was new to the high school, and we had just like a lot in common there, and so it started out just with some jokes, some running jokes. We had fun in class, but now looking back, we've been able to have some really in-depth conversations. He's another wealth of knowledge because he has an incredible spiritual walk, and he's done that not just for me but for many of the guys in my class it's really powerful just the idea of a teacher coming alongside a student that's something I really appreciate about at Covenant Day that a teacher would even come and sit with you at lunch but better yet cares about where you are with the Lord is so powerful switching gears a little bit can you share with us where you go to church so I go to Uptown Church I've been there really since I was born my parents have been there about 23 years now and I've been most heavily involved in the youth group from sixth grade, and I've been there from sixth grade through my senior year. Okay, and I've heard a lot about Uptown's summer trip. Can you share what you've done this past summer in New York? So every few years, we're sort of on a rotation within our youth group, but one of the main focuses of our mission trips through Uptown Church's youth group is this small ministry located in the South Bronx, New York City, And basically what we do is we come alongside an existing ministry of a couple of families who've really planted themselves in the South Bronx, which is one of the, I think it's actually the poorest county in the entire U.S. And this ministry is just on the street corner, and they spent the first several years really getting to know a lot of the other families within the community. And so what they do now is they have a a after-school program, and when we go in the summer, we come and help with it's sort of like a vacation bible study but it's a bit more uh, education focused and so we come in and help students for about a week and so we do we do focus on a lot of the traditional vbs style uh, activities but then we also do focus on education as well just because the education system is so flawed in the southern bronx students really don't have the opportunity to break out of this cyclical nature of poverty just because of how broken that system is and so this ministry, A House on Beekman, is doing an excellent job of seeing those kids from birth all the way through graduation. And so they're expanding their program constantly, and Uptown Church has just had the privilege of coming alongside them every few years and offering what help we can. Yeah, that's really even humbling to come along, go for a week, and just see how a ministry can love and be there for people that just love them back. And I think that's just something that is so humbling as you go on a missions trip to see how people give to you what you can give to them because that's only through the love of Christ that 
were even able to be there, you know? You have an entirely different understanding of what it means to be in community after you go visit the Southern Bronx because I've, I was able to work with a lot of the, the younger kids I, because I've been for several years now, I've had the privilege of working with several different age groups, but I've found that uh, those who are younger, probably around between kindergarten and second grade, they're the most open and so they're the most willing to share. And I remember a conversation I had my first year that I went there. It was probably my rising eighth grade year. And there's this one kid, probably eight years old, and we were walking down the streets of the South Bronx, and he turns to me and he said, that's where my brother was shot last year. And that sort of caused me to double take. It took me a second to, uh, to take that in, and the other kids didn't even blink an eye. That, that had no impact on them. They all had stories like that. And so for several years now, I've continued to go back, and I hear stories like that all the time. There are people who have lost family members. There are people who are living in absolute poverty and devastation. And they've become so callous to a lot of that that it actually shapes their community in a bit of a different way because they, they really have forged relationships in a way unlike you can find here in Charlotte. And so despite all of the, the suffering and the hardships and the, the daily challenges that they go through, there's this tight bond between everyone in community. So the same kid that told me that that was the street corner where his family member was shot, he also walked into the barber shop on the next block and just walked in and said hi because everybody knows everybody there. It's a really close-knit community, and it's such a, a privilege to be able to witness that. And it's, it also just puts a lot of it in perspective because once you consider everything that they've gone through, it's, just, it's, a really, it's really humbling the way the Lord works through people like that. Yeah, that's really cool to be able to to witness that firsthand. Probably your age-old question of the year. How has it been navigating college? Um, of course, there's there's always a lot of challenges that come with looking for a college, but I've actually found the process really exciting, and that's not the typical senior year answer. <laughs> um, but the reason that I'm so excited for college is because I've seen the Lord work through my life so much in my high school career that I'm I'm just ready to see the way he does that uh, through college. And that's why um, I'm, I really visited several different schools, and I haven't been too picky because I'm, I'm excited to see where I go. And so uh, I guess for other students, the, that's always the word of advice that I'm pretty quick to give is the Lord's been working uh, through your life here in high school, and I'm sure everyone has stories like that. Um, and if you continue to grow in your faith as, and as well as Covenant Day equips you to do so, um, it's going to make college a really rewarding time. And so although it is a big and scary, daunting process, um, and of course that's, that's true to some degree, there's just a lot of opportunity that comes with college. And I know it's, just, it's a bit vague to say college because everyone is different, but that's something that you really can find at any school, big or small, Christian or secular, the Lord's going to be working. And so I'm, I'm ready to see how that plays out. That's an incredible mindset you have. Just even sending off all the applications, just that posture you have is really incredible. What have you learned about like yourself through this process? Through the college process? I'd say it's, it's really been a test of my faith, and it's pushed me to rely on the Lord more because I've always been the person who clings pretty tightly to his, his plans. Um, and so it's been, it's been really difficult for me to let go of a lot of those those plans or that vision that I sort of had for my future. And so I guess just kind of what I learned for myself 
is that I want to continue pursuing that guidance from the Lord for the rest of my life. And my real dream um, is to be able to pursue ministry long-term. And he, I think the Lord's really shown me a lot of that passion just by navigating college, because I don't know where I want to go. I don't know what type of university I want to go to. And I don't even know exactly what I want to study. Uh, I have more of a ambiguous end goal in mind for something after college. And so I just see college as more of a stepping stone where the Lord's able to work and really shape me in a different way. And so I guess what I've learned most about myself is how it's not my natural inclination to leave things up to the Lord, but he's broken me down and he's shown me that this that his way is the right way. And so I'm slowly, very slowly learning to rely on him more. So you've kind of mentioned you see college as just like another stepping stone, another place where you can grow closer to the Lord and experience new things. What is it like to be entering this time of leaving Covenant Day and knowing that there's another group of students that's about to experience the same thing you've experienced the past four years? Can you share a word of advice that you would like to give to a freshman entering into high school? I would say just take advantage of every opportunity that's given to you here in high school. I think especially for those who are going all the way through high school at Covenant Day, we don't exactly understand what it looks like uh, to go through another high school. But something that's so unique about Covenant Day is how spiritually equipped you'll be by the end of your senior year because of how the teachers invest in you, because of the Bible curriculums, how well they're taught, because of the chapel speakers that we bring in, and the different symposiums, discussions we have in class, the biblically integrated concepts. It's just teachers are constantly pushing you towards and enhancing your your knowledge of scripture and really deepening your faith. And that's sometimes really subtle, and so we don't see that. But my word of advice to freshmen and anyone going through college is just look for the ways that the Lord is using those opportunities because everyone is being sharpened here at Covenant Day, and they're being very well prepared for college. And so although it is scary and it is that looming deadline at the end of your senior year, every single year as you move closer uh, to that next step, I would just encourage freshmen and everyone else to look around um, and really thank God and understand his faithfulness at a deeper level, see how he does, see how he works in your life every single day, and that will give you a much greater appreciation for just his omnipotence and his care for your life, and that's really, it's a freeing idea once you fully understand it. That's so true that it is freeing to know that the fact that a sovereign God is with you and he's for you. So as you've mentioned, just your gratitude for this school and what it's meant for your spiritual life. This is probably a bit premature of a question, but what are you going to miss most about being in this school every day? I'd say what I'm, what I'm going to miss most about Covenant Day is how easy it is to be in Christian community, because that's just not something that you can go out and find on a regular basis, on the day-to-day basis. It takes a lot of, a lot of digging, and it takes a lot to find that. And so what I've been so grateful for here at Covenant Day is how I was never without Christian community. My my close group of friends, they've always been my brothers and sisters, and I've wanted to take full advantage of what that meant. And so we've really grown with each other, and I'm going to miss how tightly we held to each other and how close-knit our group was. And it's just something that's going to be harder to find in college. That's not to say that it can't be found. But I, I think Covenant Day does an excellent job of equipping students and helping them understand what it means to be in 
proper Christian community and grow with one another. And then that's something that they can pursue in high school. And so it's just, it's made me really thankful for the entire process that Covenant Day has here. And I can definitely say from an outsider view, your grade has just taken advantage of the school's community that it provides for us. And it's just been a privilege to grow from watching you guys grow together. And I think that you guys have truly been in the month we've had a great senior class and I'm really excited for this year just for you guys to continue setting a tone for how our community should be. Thank you. And then lastly, my question for you just in light of the podcast is who is your favorite storyteller? For funny, I'd probably have to go with either Benjamin Henderson or Ford Hiller. I've grown up with those guys. Watching them tell stories has been one of the highlights of my times here at Covenant Day. <laughs> I can imagine. Thank you so much, Emerson, for joining us on the podcast today. We're really thankful that you are leading our school and that you have such a mindset of glorifying the Lord. And it's a privilege to have you in here today with us. Thank you for sharing your stories with us. Thank you so much for having me.